Our greatest glory is not in never falling, but in rising every time we fall. Nelson Mandela 1. Freedom June 21, 2013, Federal Correctional Institute, Victorville, California Rise and shine, Dykstra! Get the fuck up! It's 3.30 in the morning and I'm lying on my cot asleep, or at least what passes for sleep in prison, when two hulking uniformed corrections officers the size of NFL linemen and just as charming, come crashing into my cell, all attitude and nightsticks. Evidently, this pair skipped courtesy class during their training because they're shouting my name. Who else would be in here? I'm in solitary confinement, and banging their batons against the metal bars in the door of my cage. You're leaving, the uglier of the two yelled. I know. Did they think I'd actually forget the day I'm finally getting sprung from Shawshank? I'm going to be picked up at 10 a.m., I mumbled. No, he said. There's been a change. You're leaving now. Grab your shit. I was groggy, but I got up and dressed quickly. Even with only a few hours left in custody, I knew better than to mess with these dudes. They don't need much of a reason to make things painfully tough for you. I didn't have much shit to grab, a couple of books and some personal items. I was going to take more, but I looked around and realized I didn't want to remember anything from this joint. No personal mementos or souvenirs from the prison gift shop for me. What's going on? I kept asking them. They wouldn't tell me. Withholding this information gave them power over me. And that's what these boys loved. Power. Don't worry about it. Let's go, man. We have to get these papers signed, and your ride will be here. My ride? I said, still confused about why I was being driven somewhere away from the prison on the day I was supposed to get released from this hellhole. What do you mean? We'll tell you when we get there. In exchange for filling out my release paperwork correctly, I was presented with some parting gifts, a prepaid debit card with $5 on it and a ticket on a Greyhound bus back home to Los Angeles. Outside the prison gates, a no-nonsense-looking federal marshal motioned for me to get in his car. This had gone far enough. Keeping my mouth shut is not the way I'm wired. What the fuck, man? I shouted. I already have someone picking me up. It's all organized. It's four in the fucking morning. What the hell is going on? The federal marshal shrugged. He has one job, to drive released convicts from the prison to the local bus station and make sure said prisoners actually get on the bus. I was going off on this poor guy as he drove, screaming at him in the middle of the night over riding a damn Greyhound bus down to L.A., when he finally pulled over and turned to me. You want to know something, he asked. I've been doing this for over 20 years, and this is a first. I've never heard someone bitch and complain so much about getting out of prison. Do you understand? You are free. You're out. You're now a free man. That's when it hit me. Holy shit, 
I thought to myself, he's right. I am out. It's over. I've finally been released. No handcuffs, no shackles. Freedom. You're right, man. I am a free man, I replied, and we both started laughing. The first time I could remember laughing since this living nightmare started four years earlier. Somehow I had lived through it all, and it was finally over. The feeling I had upon realizing I was free is hard to describe. It was surreal, mainly because I knew I wasn't a criminal and never once considered myself one, even when locked up. Don't get me wrong, I was definitely relieved. I mean, who wouldn't be happy to be free after spending the last two years of his life in a fucking cage? I was locked up 24 hours a day, every day, in a prison cell six by eight feet in size with steel walls and one solid door that locks from the outside. 